Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, we have Kevin Machado here with us today. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Brilliant. So we are in like an interesting uh, time in history as interest rates are climbing up again and people are freaking out and there's still business going on. Kind of how are you reading it and how are you uh, keeping everybody around you kind of uh, from freaking out? <laughs> That's a out? great question. I mean, it is an interesting time, isn't it? We've got all these things that are happening, um, news that is coming out from the government about rate increases and things like that. And then we've got these people that we've been entrusted to take care of. And I think that's the biggest thing out here. So my market, I'm in St. Albert or Edmonton, a suburb of Edmonton here in Alberta, uh, Canada. And um, we've got all of these people here who've got to make decisions. So these people we've been entrusted with, we're trying to guide yes. them through. So I just try to give them information, try to keep them posted and give them insight on how we see our market moving. We, much like you and a lot of your other people, we're watching all the other markets and then we're watching the data that's happening here. So I actually just sent out a market update to all of my clients. Uh, we send out something monthly, sent something out to them with a video. And it's just a whole bunch of data and giving them wise advice on what to expect on how things are coming and then how they can be prepared. So two things kind of come up there is you use the word entrusted and that uh, denotes trust. And that's like a critical element in any relationship, especially the relationship between agent and client. And the second word you used was insights because I can get data anywhere and data is useless unless you have the ability to gain insight out of it. And as a homeowner, this is not my area of expertise. So I rely on my agent. So talk about those two things. Uh, number one, trust is important, but how do you really establish trust? And then the second part of the question would be is how valuable are insights into keeping everybody uh, grounded in what's going on? Again, excellent question. So uh, the first part about trust, uh, I think that's the biggest thing in any relationship. So if I'm, you know, with my wife, yes. it's built on trust with my, my friends, my, my colleagues, it's all a relationship that's built on trust. And, and if we know if we have that foundation of, of trust, then we're going to be able to build something that's going to withstand crazy times and turbulent times. And, and it's something that people are going to be able to hold on to. So if we've got that trust, and that's what really at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. Um, as, as agents, real estate agents, our, our job is not about buying and selling homes. Our job is to hopefully skillfully and carefully guide people to the places that they want to be in their life. And so if we can serve as a trusted guide, not just a uh, a transaction mo moderator that's here to help facilitate a transaction for you, but we're a trusted guide that we're going to be there and, and help them make decisions that's going to better their family, better their financial situation, and and better the places that they're living and working and playing. Like that's that's what our role is. So, 
there's lots of ways that we do that. But I think one of the biggest thing is just being a good human being, you know, do unto others as they'd have do unto you. Like this is, this is what we base our lives off of. And, and hopefully this is how, and this is how I've done it is that's how I've built my business. It's taking care of people and trusting and believing, you know, in the generosity and the abundance mindset that there's more than enough out there for good people that are serving people well, that all that good's going to come back. Absolutely. Uh, words to live by. So let me, uh, we'll go to insights in a minute, but uh, what's kind of interesting is this, is I meet people sometimes and they have a friend who's always late or they have a friend who lies and, but they're still friends. And when they get over the, you know, Johnny lies, he's like a big braggart. Once they get over the, you know, that's who he is and they accept it uh, doesn't diminish the trust. It actually uh, allows trust to remain strong. Is when they don't uh, come to terms with it and they still got Johnny in their life, they're complaining about it all the time. So I guess that's a roundabout way of saying that if you and I were friends and I've got like some kind of weird uh, hang up, if you accepted that hang up, that there would be trust there. So when you have a relationship with uh, a client, a homeowner or seller, and the homeowner or seller has some kind of attribute that's not so appealing. How do you accept that? And, and where do you draw the line to say, you know, I don't want you as a mm. client? Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, drawing those lines and, and being in relationships that matter. So I think just like everybody, we, uh, we get to choose the life that we live. We get to choose the business that we're in. And frankly, at some mm -hmm. point, we get to choose the clients that we work with. So fortunately for me and a lot of your guests, and we get to choose the people that we work with. And, um, right. and part of that is going to be not everyone's perfect. Of course, I'm not perfect. No one is perfect. But there are certain I spoke to your wife. She said, no, yeah, you're not she's perfect. got a list. I'm pretty sure she's forwarded it to you. And then my kids have their own <laughs> list. It's very different, but they all accumulate. Everyone's got carpal tunnel syndrome that's for right. writing it. But, but that's how it is. Yes. Guilty that's as right. well. We're not perfect. And, but the goal is finding the right people. Like who's your tribe, your smallest viable yeah. audience. Who are these people that will know you, like you, trust you, and then become an advocate. And if there's somebody that's out there and, and they view me as um, just as a, a hurdle to overcome, if they see me as I'm just a part of a transaction and I'm not this trusted guide. And unfortunately, there have been people out there that have treated people poorly and they've given a misconception mm -hmm. to our industry and they've hurt people. And if they see me as I'm this person that hurts somebody and I just need you, I need you to get me here and then I don't ever want to see you again. And we know how those relationships can go. Those are not relationships that I want to be in. Yeah. So I want to be in a relationship with someone that they can see the value that we can bring. They can, I, I can, and again, they can have whatever that is going on in their life. But if we can come to an agreement with the type of relationship and being clear about here's some of the expectations that you as a homeowner, home seller, these are the expectations you should have for someone that's going to be representing you. And here as the person on the other side, as a professional in the industry, this is my expectation of you. So setting those expectations out right at the beginning and then proving by the way we act and treat them, that they can trust us. 
Absolutely. Uh, you seem to be a very thoughtful human being. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And so as you look upon yourself and where you are right now, compared to the you from five years ago, you're probably a, a much more competent human being. So by definition, five years from now, there's going to be a better version of you. So what are you seeing right now in you in terms of, hey, I really need to learn this or I need to stop doing this? Like, what's the improvement plan for, uh, for Kevin? Yeah, like I think there's I, I, life is this this whole big journey where we get to learn and experience so much. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it gift. truly is a gift, and when we see it as a gift, every day is an opportunity for growth, for change. For it's an opportunity to interact with different people and help make their lives better. And so I know that I've met so many different people, people here in my office, the staff that we've got uh, at our brokerage and, and coaches and, and people in our community and kids and my kids' friends. And I've met so many people that have had a lasting impression on my life and have changed me. Yeah. And so really like that's maybe when I was a little bit younger, uh, I used to think that my responsibility was to change the world. Like, this is my job. I'm going to change the world. Yell from rooftops, stand in stadiums, right. change the world. And that's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's ambitious. It's beautiful. It can be amazing. But I think when we're, all we're looking at is we're looking at the crowds, the stadiums, the world, the, the uh, internet, all of Instagram, Facebook. We look at all of those things. We see just numbers. All we see are like how many. And then people just fall right. in line with numbers. And as I've, grown and I've got more gray hair as you can see probably or or probably I know You're I'm ancient. just an old man. But as I've grown, I've, people are not numbers. And and I've gone from trying to change the world to trying to change one person. The person that I'm in front of, being fully present, serving them, honoring them and doing the work that needs to be done. Yeah. And so I feel like in the next five years I know we always want the world to get bigger, but I want it to get, I want to get more purposeful with the people that I'm with. And it doesn't mean less people, but I just want to be really, really present, serve them like crazy, blow their minds, give them an amazing experience that they can't help shout from the rooftops and realizing that my job is not, it's not just about facilitating transactions. It's about helping people. And if I can do this, if we can all do this, if we can help people, we're going to do great things and we're going to change the world, but one person at a time. Yeah, my staff had warned me, you know, uh, Kevin's a lot smarter than he looks. <laughs> and yet again, uh, the word that jumped out when you're uh, chatting was uh, to honor the person that you're with at that moment. And I think that's a really important word to me because a lot of times I will be, depending on what the situation is, I'll be hyper present. Hmm especially when I'm working with somebody that's stuck in some way, because any little uh, nuance in speech or tightness in the eyes gives me a clue on how I can help them. And I always look at it as, as honoring the human being is really not, this is I'm over here and you're over here. It's like, how can I tune into your frequency, not to influence you, but to honor you? Because I think there's so little of that in our society anymore because we're so busy with uh, our lives and our schedules. I mean, the only reason your kids need an iPhone other than to, you know, like, uh, is to keep track of their schedule. Because even kids now, it's like, I got bad practice, I got this, I got that. And if you can just touch another human being by being present and attending to them, it's a huge gift. 
Absolutely. And that, and I think when I was, when I was getting into real estate and um, the thing was you, you look around and you see what's around you and you see, you know, you see bus benches, you'll see, um, you'll see billboards, you'll see all the things in your mailbox. And those are all great. Yes. They can serve a great purpose. And I feel like when you're trying to get into something, when you're newer, you just, try to copy what everyone else is doing. And there's some value in that, you know, the, the R and D you rip off and duplicate. There's absolute value in that. But I think the problem can ha- that we can experience is that we lose who we are. So we just become clones. We're just an other. And so we're just, there's nothing special about us. We're just a miniature version of somebody else. And I had a yeah. mentor speak to me and spoken to me and he said, Really, like if you're trying to be somebody else, you're never going to be them as good as they are. So why don't you just give up on that and try to be the best version of you that you could be? And people, there are, there are probably very few of them, but there are some people out there that really like you. And if you can be that fullest version of yourself, serve those people well, you're going to find more and more people that will like you, that will honor you, and that you can honor that that, that process, that, that next step of the journey that they're going to be on. So you can honor them in that as well. So that was a big thing for me is, I mean, I'm, I'm not the sharpest guy. I'm kind of a goofy person and I can do this business and serve clients and, and do a really good job and have people shout out. There was somebody that just, uh, right before we got on here, they just posted something on my, uh, Facebook uh, page and they're just like you're amazing and I just got to tell everybody about it and I was like that's that's so nice so thoughtful and it wasn't because of blasting them with with advertising or anything but it was about being who I am and that's like serving and honoring them so I just got to give give them that gift and they gave me a gift right back so it was really really special being fully brilliant cool. yeah that's the wow in my work too is very much uh, when people respond back and say hey you made a difference in my life. Yeah. That's the juice that keeps me going because, you know, that's what it's all about because uh, it isn't what you do or your intentions is how it's received on the other end is uh, as important. So brilliant. And I think uh, as we move forward and it's almost seemed to be in hyper time, mm-hmm. the relationship between realtor and uh, client, home seller or home buyer is going to change and it's probably changing now. So how has it changed in the short time you've been in the industry and how do you see it changing as we move into the future? Wow, that's that's excellent. I mean, to 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 think further on that would probably take me a long time. Like I said, like I'm I'm just very simple. I'm a very fortunate person to have people around me, and and the process has probably been a, a journey for both. It's been for our industry, but also for myself, and and growing and becoming who I fully am, and learning the things to say yes and no to. But we've seen it, and. Um, I think that there have been fears, at least within our industry, of of all of these disruptors, disruptors coming in yep. and trying to change things and and take away from uh, who we are in our industry. But at the end of the day, we've seen a lot of these things come. We've seen a lot of them go. But the true value, the thing that we can hopefully nurture and, and, and see that no, no matter what AI comes in or, or what program or what website comes in, what those things aren't going to be able to do is, is really like hold and cradle that relationship and just really give that extra personal touch 
of value and service and care and advocacy that, that we as skilled professionals and hopefully good human beings can provide. So, yeah, I, I, I've seen some of those things go come and go. And I believe that that's where we really need. We need to show our excellence as agents in the, the, our skills. I think that for maybe for a time that anyone could do it and any you could put a sign on the lawn and anything would sell and that you could make um, a sale. But I think that our skills are going to be important and our empathy is going to be important to walk with clients, know where they're going on in their journey, but have the skills to get them where they need to be. And regardless of what disruptors come in. Absolutely. I think ultimately at the end of the day, there are going to be disruptors coming in. And I think the agent count's going to go down and the ones that are going to actually stay, and I'm not sure what percentage is going to go down, are the people that have strong, healthy, vibrant relationships with their clients where they feel heard and trusted. And because that's going to be a rarer and rarer commodity and one that's going to be more valued. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the other thing you know you said was going to Another way of articulating is there's an authentic version of Umar. Mm -hmm. And when I can identify it and be it, uh, I connect with people in a deeper way. And certainly there's going to be people that like me, but even people that necessarily don't like me are going to feel comfortable around me because you you know when you meet someone, they're kind of rare in terms of what you see is what you get. And if they're in front of uh, Elon Musk selling their home or they're at uh, sitting down with, uh, you know, a 14-year-old kid at uh, in church, that it's the same human being. And when you can be authentic, you can be that everywhere. And that has a ton of value because people feel safe around you. And I think that's uh, the underpinning of trust. Yeah, I completely agree. That authenticity piece is so, so important. I, I think for for us to understand, and we can think about it in two ways. We can think, okay, this authenticity piece, this is going to help me with other people. So there's that outward expression of it. But really, like you have said, whereas that authenticity authenticity piece, it's going to help me with who I am. And you do that deep work inside. And that's where, yeah. that's where it all comes from. Like, rather than trying to fix everything first on the outside and all of these exterior things and external things, like what's internally who am i what do i need to work on here before i can like be out there and and make a difference in people's lives because your best self is sitting in here uh warts and all that's right exactly human entity and so in your work what brings you joy oh what brings me joy um again i i always used to say like i wanted to be the type of person realtor that uh, would end up on someone's camera roll on their phone. So they're scrolling on Mm -hmm. their phone and they've got their photos and there's like a photo of of us or me. And that would make them stop and make someone stop and be like, this person did such an amazing job. I loved getting to work with Kevin. So bringing me joy is when I get to have these real connections with people, when they come to me and they're saying, you know what, Kevin, we need to sell our house. We need to buy a house. We need to do this. And then just asking those deeper questions, building that relationship, and then getting them through all the way through 
and having them be like, still want to be connected. Like, for example, we just threw a client party. First one that we've done actually ever, first client party, but we did it after COVID and we, we rented um, a shaved ice truck and we had nice. a musician come out and it was just like an hour and a half, but reached out to people and um, we said, we want to we thank all of you, all of our people that have just supported us, helped us. And uh, we just wanted to give something back. And so we gave to them. They've got their giant snow cone things, shaved ice. And then they're sitting around listening to music and just got to walk around and talk to them. And they're like, why did you do this? And it was just, it was just like, well, I just wanted to say thanks. I really like all of you people that are here. I'm nice. very fortunate that we've been able to play a part in your story. And I just wanted to give you some shaved ice, have you come listen to music, give you a little goodie bag and just say thank you. And the people that... You know, and the reality is you didn't want to give any of that to people. What you wanted to give was happiness, which you did in spades That's through right. the ice. That's right. Exactly. It was what we were aiming for was not the thing. It was the thing that the thing yeah. would give them. So that's what the yeah, goal the was. Yeah, the that it invoked. Brilliant. Yeah. So Kevin, before we part company on this beautiful Friday uh, afternoon, what's one mind hack that you'd like to share with your customers, fellow agents that would make them better, stronger, faster, sexier, sleep better, be more productive? Like what's that one thing you'd like to share with the world? Yeah, well, I think the, um, the one thing would be changing our mindset. When we go from a scarcity mindset that there's not enough out there and I need to hoard everything and I need to protect and I need to fight and, and kill and then somebody's going to come and take mine. I think when we live that way, it's just huge levels of stress, the inability to get good work done. But if we live with this abundance mindset that there is more than enough out there, that if we're out there, if we're being generous and if we're giving more, like if that's our game aim is to give as much as we can I don't think we're ever going to run out. Part of my practice, my wife got me on it, is every morning we'll, we'll sit, we'll do our reading, we'll have coffee, and then we, we have gratitude journals that each of us do. So she's got one, Love I've it. got one. And we sit every morning. What are the things I was thankful for yesterday? And we've been doing this practice for a few years, and I can, it, I can say it's changed me to be more of this abundance mindset. Yeah. So you know what it does uh, for me is I give that assignment to a lot of clients, and this is what I tell them, look, and sometimes you tell people, I want you to write 10 things you're grateful for every day. And not just that you're grateful for them, but you have to add the because. Mm. So uh, for your wife, for, what's your wife's name? Erin. So uh, if you said, I'm grateful for Erin, it's like, you know, yeah, whatever. But finish the sentence for me. I am grateful for Erin because. What's the because? Oh, my goodness. I, there's going to be a lot of commas in there. But because. Yeah. Give, give us one of those that really makes you so grateful that she's in your life. Because she supports me. She, yeah. um, she every day she would just, it, she's a teacher. So she teaches grade four or five class here and, and she's got a busy, busy life, but she'll always sit and she'll always ask me how my day was. And she knows because we've been married for um, some time between 17 and 18 years, pretty sure. 17 years, coming up on nice. 18. We've been married for a while. And so she knows me and she knows the things that I need. And she's just my, she's my greatest advocate, my greatest cheerleader. And I know that oh, I can always it. rely on her. That is brilliant. I think that's one of the things is, you know, when you think about one of the times she supported you, 
in that morning gratitude is like, I'm grateful for Erin because she supports me. And you think of, oh yeah, this was a tough day two years ago. She was there and made all the difference. And then you get that warm feeling. And then when I tell people that have to do 10 of those every day, they're like, 10? It's like, dude, you've got 100,000 things to be grateful for. Come up with a 10. And by the time you get to day three and you're at number 30, then on day four, your mind is scanning for gratitude. That's right. Unconsciously and appreciating the life you have. And I think uh, I appreciate you, Kevin. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I learned a lot and uh, it's going to make me uh, think this weekend on uh, how I can be more authentic, honest, connected. Pretty soon I'll be you. It'll be amazing. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you've, you've, uh, I've got a lot of long ways to go and hopefully I can become a little bit more like you. I just appreciate you taking this time to, to chat and for you that you're putting all this goodness out there and generously giving and serving. I just want to honor you that and thank you so much for giving of yourself here today. Ah, thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results. 